Hi everyone and welcome to the Daily Tech Show. I'm your host John Meyer and yes, I'm officially home from AWS reInvent 2021 and here to wrap up the event. But before I do, don't forget to click that like, subscribe and notify because I'm gonna bring you more details around the recent releases during AWS reInvent. All right, folks, let's get to it and recap the entire week from start to finish. On arrival, you could register on Sunday, but you could do that all week. I came on Sunday, after registration, I grabbed some awesome swag. Yes, I did get one of those 10-year jacket coupons. I'll have to show it to you guys later. After sign up, it was crucial for you to kind of plan out your week from keynote sessions to leadership series to not only hands-on some boot camps, some workshops, really kind of get to know the lay of the land before everything officially kicked off on Monday. But guess what? If you attended Midnight Madness with some awesome air guitar happening and then Bill Voss with the first releases of the week from AWS Lunar Outpost to AWS IoT Robo Runner, which I have dubbed Air. All right, folks, let's talk about Monday, which was the official kickoff of AWS reInvent 2021, the 10-year anniversary, with a spotlight series hosted by Francesca Vasquez, VP of Tech for AWS. After that time, you had sessions, you had workshops and boot camps happening throughout the Venetian. You also could go down to the Caesar Forms, which is the building out the backside of the expo. Now, right before the expo at three o'clock was a global partner summit with Doug Hume, Steve Orban, and Sandy Carter. You know what? It was nothing short of amazing of some of the new releases because you were anticipating some. You had AWS Graviton Ready Program. You had the Energy Competency. AWS Game Day for differentiating partners, specifically for the AWS Partner Network. Steve talked about AWS Marketplace. Customers can now find and subscribe to and deploy third-party software that runs in any Kubernetes environment. What I really want to talk about is the expo that kicked off from four to seven. It was nothing like any other expo that you saw because we have not had an in-person event or conference in two years, the last reInvent I attended, uh, actually officially from 2019, now I did host a 2020 reInvent that happened just for me and just a few folks from the Deep Racer team. And we went out to Seattle and I hosted a Deep Racer Underground series live streaming. The actual expo that happened, everybody was super excited. Uh, you, We just got the chance to like really initiate some new conversations. Granted, doing the whole video conference stuff is all right, but there's nothing like seeing somebody in person one that you haven't seen in a couple of years or that you actually officially get to meet. So you could walk around the expo and look at some of the cool vendors and partners and products that were there, but really the welcome reception was just kind of like to go around and say hello and get to see, and you only had three hours to do it. In fact, I think I was getting kicked out somewhere around 7.30, 8 o'clock at the end of it because there was so much happening. All right, folks, let's talk about Tuesday. Tuesday was Adam Solipsky's first keynote for AWS reInvent 2021 and as the CEO of AWS. Some of the releases and notable releases that happened was the AWS backup now as support for VMware workloads. S3 actually had a couple of releases and information that I wanna highlight. There was a new intelligent tiering archive which actually instantly accessed your tiers that can automatically save up to 68% on storage costs. The first cloud storage that automatically reduces your storage costs by moving data to a more cost efficient and effective accessing tier based off of your access frequency. I'm gonna dig into that a lot more and test it out. After that, Amazon S3 Glacier had a name change for S3 Glacier Flexible Retrieval, 
with a price reduction of about 10%. And now bulk retrievals are free. So we, we got to test that to see how well that works for us. Let's talk about AWS Graviton 3. It was just announced with an instance type that supports it. This is a side note. Don't worry. I am predicting Graviton 4 next year at reInvent 2022. I, I also want to note that they added two additional instances to Graviton 2. And speaking of Graviton 2, AWS Outpost now announced two smaller form factors, a 1U, which is powered by Graviton2 and a 2U, which is powered by their third generation Xeon scalable processors. All right, folks, we're talking about Wednesday. Now, if you want to recap on Monday, actually, it's Sunday, Monday, and Tuesday stuff, take a look up here, 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 or whatever I posted up. Now let's talk about the highly anticipated Swami's keynote for AIML that happened. There was the number of SageMaker announcements from Ground Truth to training compiler, inference recommender, to serverless inference, to studio lab. The ones that I want to take note of is AWS released their 2022 season for Deep Racer that kicks off on March 1st. Also, that AWS and AIML scholarship program had a collaboration with Intel and Udacity to bring diversity to the future of AIML workforce. Something else I think you should know is that AWS DeepRacer created what's called a student program for free training, free modeling. It's going to be a separate competition specifically for students. Now this is all free. I'm not sure how the program works just yet, but I'm going to dive into it. If you want, don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, and notify because I will bring you some Deep Racer stuff because as everybody knows, it has a special place in my heart. Okay, okay, okay. Now let's talk about Thursday, the highly anticipated keynote of the week. And I think just a little bit more than Adam's, I apologize, but I think everybody looks forward to Warner's keynote. One, his quirky but direct sense of humor, really like that. I'm not sure I have the same, but I have the quirkiness at least. He did note that there are over 200 services. Going into reInvent, there was only 195. Yes, I did count them because I wanted to see. And you know what? Warner said it all your fault because AWS listened to you and created them specifically for you. There were a number of features that were released, just the services that were released as well. I do want to note that if AWS did listen to us, there would probably be about a thousand. I'm not sure we can keep track of them. When I started with AWS, and this was years ago, I think there were we were in the 70s. I could fit it all on like one sheet of paper with icons. Now I can't even, I don't even know half of them in depth. So I'd like to learn a little bit more. Okay, what did Warner release for his keynote? Well, there's a new AWS well-architected pillar called sustainability. I think this was a long time coming for the pillar because when you look at it, it is the, the well-architected review or framework is a living, breathing document. And based off of our feedback, they do change this and try to tailor to it. Sustainability means, you know, how are you using less of the environment? Because the more compute, the more energy, you have to take your part in the sustainability. So I think this is a good release. They also released Amazon EC2 M1 for Mac instances for Mac OS. Another notable release was the AWS Repost. Now, I think this is very unique because it takes all the information and I don't want to say this is like a stack overflow because the information is a little more curated and well-defined but is a new community driven with questions and answer service to help AWS customers remove any technical roadblocks and accelerate innovation. I think this takes all of their information and posts out there and puts them in one easily searchable place. I think I'm gonna to try to use it out. I'll follow up with some more information. Okay, so for Thursday night, as everybody knows, it was the replay event. Right before that, the expo shut down at four o'clock. They had a little bit going on as everybody got cleaned up, but replay kicked off from 7.30 to whenever they kicked you out. I did not attend it personally this year because I took the red eye home 
So I wanted to kind of wind down a little bit, but I saw all the posts from everybody. It looks like they were having a really good time. The DJs were awesome. This is really a good event to just not talk shop, to just get out there and have some fun. They had dodgeball. I know they always have the arcades happening, you know, really kind of nostalgic to the arcade games that you played yourself. Now on Friday, it was a short day for everybody. There were labs. Everything ended up around 1230. And those that stuck around, uh, you, you had labs, you have replay environments, rebroadcasts. You had some repeats where the people that did sessions throughout the week actually repeated it on Friday because the value that was there and they had these along the way. Now one place you need to go to after or during reInvent is the what's new page. Why I say that is because not everything is released publicly on a keynote or even talked about right away. I know there are some blog posts that follow up. You might see Jeff Barr post some, you might see other people that pull out it. But I want to note some of the offstage announcements that they do. And I think AWS did a great job of capturing them all in one location. And they have like little boxes. They say, uh, you know, Adam's keynote, Swami's keynote, Warner's, the Global Partner Summit. And I, I think the even they have one that says offstage announcements. So I went through and I cultivated some that I thought were really important. Let's note two VPC editions, the VPC Network Analyzer, to actually help you easily identify unintended network access to your environment. They've also released an IPAM for your network access management, and that's really for your IP address management as well. S3 had some more additional announcements that you might not have seen throughout the environment. They announced a price reduction up to 31% in three storage classes. The standard and frequent access, the one zone and frequent access, and the Glacier Flexible Retrieval, which I did mention previously, but they did add it into the offstage because there was a little bit more information. Now, I haven't talked really much about the database stuff, but one of the notables was AWS Database Migration Service as a new console experience with AWS DMS Studio. I wanna take a look at that to see how flexible it is and how easily intended to use. Stay tuned because I will do a video capturing it because I wanna mess around a little bit more with the database stuff. Let's talk about EBS. Amazon EBS Snapshots introduced a new tie-in for Amazon EBS Snapshots archive to reduce the cost of long-term retention of EBS snapshots up to 75%. Now we all know that we have long-term snapshots and you can do like, oh, they, they also announced like the retention, like a recycling bin where you can retrieve snapshots based off a retention period. It is noted that you have to utilize the tags, but for those who aren't using tags nowadays, you're doing it all wrong. Everything is based off of tags from cost to retrieval, to deletion, to, you know, really naming out who the owner is of, a, you know, a tag environment. And you can limit access based off of tags, but I'm getting off the subject for the EBS stuff, which I, I gotta play around with EBS a lot more because we all have those cloud optimization things that need to be done with EBS volumes that are unused or just hanging out there for a long term. And they're just costing you money because you're not utilizing them. There's a little checkbox that says retain the volume. If the instance is terminated, what happens is we think we're gonna use it at one point and we forget to use it and they just sit there and they pile up and pile up over time. Okay, okay, I know I'm getting off subject just a little bit, but let's talk about AWS Outposts. AWS Outposts announced five additional areas or regions that it's gonna go into is Costa Rica, uh, Ecuador, Morocco, Nigeria, and Vietnam. They also announced 30 additional local zones, and no, I can't name them all on the show, but I know Chicago's one of them, and I know everybody was really happy about that. Okay, okay, I got two more things I'd like to announce before we wrap up our AWS reInvent 2021 recap for the entire week. AWS Compute Optimizer now offers enhanced infrastructure metrics, a new feature for EC2 recommendations. That's one I'm gonna be digging into, so stay tuned for more. And the last one, Amazon CloudWatch 
evidently, for a feature experiment and safety launches, can safely validate new features across the full stack. Evidently, this is a new feature. But um bum. All right, folks, that's it. Thanks for watching the Daily Tech Show. I've been your host, John Meyer, and now I can say that the Daily Tech Show, because I vlogged daily for AWS reInvent 2021. And no, we're not taking a break from here to the end of the year because we got lots of information to get out to you. I hope you like the show. Don't forget to hit that like, subscribe, and notify because as always, I've got more content for you. Guess what? We're out of here.